Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA. to Funky Monkey MMA. Welcome back to another edition of Funky Monkey MMA. I am Kane Miller, and with me we have Joelle Rojas. Our guest today competes in the UFC's bantamweight division. He holds notable wins over the likes of Marcus Brimage, Pedro Munoz, and Yuri Alcantara. On September 10th, he will face Uriah Faber at UFC 203. Please help me welcome Jimmy Rivera. Jimmy, thank you for being here. No problem. Thanks for having me. Oh, of course. Now, uh, like we said, your next opponent will be the one and only Uriah Faber at UFC 203. Uh, give us your thoughts on the matchup. Uh, how do you feel you stack up against Faber? Um, I think I, I think I stack up really well. I mean, you know, he's got a, he's got a, he's very experienced. He's got a you know a few things that he throws constantly, you know, in the fight. Um, but I feel like I stack up well. I feel like I go toe to toe with him, uh, you know, wrestling, grappling, and, and just a stand up. I mean, I, I believe myself not to you know, sound cocky at all, but just, you know, a better fighter than him. Um, and I, I'm looking forward to this fight. I'm super excited about it. And uh, this is, of course, a big opportunity for you, considering how popular your opponent is you know, since he's been around for so long. Uh, since you're fighting a fan favorite like Uriah, are you looking forward to all of the attention that you'll likely receive leading up to the fight? Yeah, of course. I mean, it, it's, you know, he's been around forever. He's a legend at the you know, the featherweight and bandweight division, um, he's fought the greatest, and it's uh, definitely a good way to get your name out there. Um, you know, kind of riding out a little bit on his coattail, I'm not going to lie. You know, people don't know who I am, and, and which is fine. People who don't have me as an underdog or this and that, and I don't, you know, I don't mind hearing it. I don't mind at all. I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, people have asked me a lot of times, oh, it's your right favor. Are you nervous this and that? And I'm like, no, I'm not nervous. He's just saying, you got two arms, two legs. You know, bleed the same color I bleed, and I'm really looking forward to the fight. I can't wait to go in there and put on a show for the for the fans. Yeah, I definitely cannot wait for that. Um, first, I want to start off by saying congratulations on your niece. I know your your sister had her, the baby. Yeah, thank you, thank you so much. She just had a baby. Uh, was in labor for 19 hours. Wow. Uh, almost about five pounds, four uh, four pounds and uh, 15 ounces. That's awesome. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Uh, you're a Jersey boy, like I am. I'm originally from Union City and Jersey City, which isn't far from Hoboken, where uh, Lewis trains at. Yeah, yeah, I grew up. I actually grew up in Ramsey. I live in Patterson right now, actually. So I know what you're talking about. That's what's up. And have you been just sticking with the Tiger Showman Gym, or have you worked with other gyms for this particular camp? Um, no, I've uh, I've been with Tiger Showman since I was actually eight years old. I've been training with him since I was a kid, and um, you know. As we got into more, you know, our career, myself, you know, Lyman Goodridge, you know, TMI, Bruce Arce, we trained with other people. Um, this past camp I've trained so far with Marlon, who is the 135 Camp World Series. I've trained with Dennis Bermudez, Chris Wade, um, a couple other, you know, Rams in there, a couple guys, you know, helped me out. Uh, obviously, uh, Louis Galdino, 
Um, who would always say, you know, a lot a lot of guys. I had a couple, you know, wrestlers come in and, and work with them as well. And um, we, we go to the boxing gym. That's in the Shake and Patterson. So get some good boxing work in there too. So I train with, you know, I train with a lot of people. As you go up, you, you have to cross train with the best. Um, I'm hoping, you know, by next week or the following week to train with Frankie a little bit before I uh, and, uh, enter into this fight. I've trained with him before, uh, before his last fight and last year a few times. So I'm hoping to get some work with him as well. Yeah, and Martin just came off a a big victory against Josh Hill. I mean, he's 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 next. I, I see him coming on to the big uh, the big show next. He's been one of my low key favorites that I feel should have gotten a chance already a long time ago back already in the octagon. Yeah, nice you know, um, that, that's always you know it's funny. Lewis and I were talking about it. he definitely is the next person. Um, I don't know if he's going to stay with World Series of Fighting or. If he's gonna to want to move into UFC, obviously it's UFC. That's like every fighter's dream promotion. But he does get paid really well in World Series of Fighting. So it's like you know, the, I think the question is, is UFC is gonna match it or not? You know, I mean, he's a very high-paid fighter in World Series of Fighting. If he walked away, it's 160, and that's not responsive. That was just a show and win money, which you know I'm very happy for him. He, he fought Josh, who was uh, his first fight, went all five rounds. This fight, he. He come on with a nice round kick and finish the fight. And I was training with him. I think I was training with him at least twice a week for the past, you know, three to four weeks leading up to this fight. So uh, I was really happy how he did and how it came out. Really nice guy, really cool guy. And, uh, you know, I'll probably end up looking forward to training with him maybe next week or the final week, you know. He just got off the fight. And, and uh, you know, give, give him a week, give the guy a week to enjoy a little bit and hopefully get some more work with him. Yeah, absolutely. He's He's a real humble dude, too. He's... He's very he stays true to his roots and you know, it's we were just talking about that with some fighters this weekend. It's refreshing to see that. The fighters not acting like they're on a high pedestal and he's one of the he's one of the real nice guys in the in the game for sure. Yeah, he's a cool guy. You know, I've met plenty of people before, I can't say anything bad about him. Really cool guy, really nice guy and it was great, you know, being able to work with him as well. Yeah, definitely. And you know, you've obviously been preparing very hard for this matchup. And with Faber's most recent performances, some of them have been a bit questionable lately, uh, leading some fans to think that he's on a bit of a decline almost. Do you think that this is the case for him? Um, you you never you never know. First of all, MMA anything can happen. You know what I mean? But secondly, you know he's had two five round fights with Dominic Cruz, and they both ended off kind of the same way. And I feel like he's kind of stuck. And uh, you know I don't know. Sometimes as you you know get older too, it's just it's just your age, you know what I mean? When you start getting your age, you just, like, I've seen it before, was actually one of, uh, one of the women who, you know, who was our fighters from here, who just, you know, age caught her up. You could tell that, you know, you know, you could see that she knows what she wants to do. She just can't get it out at the right time. And, I mean, you never know. I, I saw a couple of interviews with him saying, you know, she feels great, even better than he did. But, you know, you, you never know. And as you get older, you know, time between your friend was fighting. So it's like, there gets a certain point where you're like, all right, it's time to go on to my next, career in life or my next thing I want to do, you know, so I I don't know, time could be catching up you, you can't, I can't really tell until I get in there to uh, time the 10th and uh, push the pace and see and see how it goes. Yeah, and you know, with that in mind, this is also a fairly quick turnaround for Faber considering that he just fought for the title back in June do you think that it's wise for him to get back in the cage so soon? Um, I don't think it's bad for a fighter, the, more of the fighters the more that a fighter's uh, you know Busy, it's better for them. You know, I mean, you you can get, you know, you know, Cruz says he doesn't believe in ring rust. There could be, 
you know, you're getting a little bit of rust. You know I mean? You're not going to feel the same from taking a long, long layoff. And he's always a guy to get in there and fight and work. And, you know, he's a really cool guy. I, I can't, I met him once or twice and beforehand a couple of years back and I saw him introduce him and he, you know, I, I do have respect for him. You know, when we get in the cage, it's a different story, but he does, I do have respect for him. You know, I uh, first, you know, got the call from Sean Shelby about he wanted to set up his caraway and obviously caraway always runs away from, you know, anybody at the top of the corner or someone that's not going to be ranked above him. So, uh, you know, Shelby was like, you know, I got four other names in case Caraway doesn't take it. And on top of the list was Saber. And I said, of course, you know, if Caraway doesn't take it, let's take Saber. That sounds awesome. Let me know. About a week and a half later after UFC 200, he texted me Saber September 10th. And I said, it's awesome. And, you know, I I, I was watching with Ariel Hawani. He was talking to uh, him about, you know, I, he called out Caraway. He was like, did they offer this guy? And you know, he was, Caraway was like, no, but. They told me they offered this guy. He was like, yeah, it's not a smart fight. And, you know, and it was really cool. that I do appreciate what he said. You know, a lot of people didn't know. He was saying a lot of people didn't know who TJ were, where all these guys were. Now they're coming up. Like, I knew who they were because I trained with them. But now they're coming up. I'm not going to say no to this fight and not give this guy, this kid, an opportunity. And so I really appreciate it. I respect him for that. You know what I mean? And I feel the same way when going up there, you know what I mean, and making up to the top five and doing well. If someone wants the opportunity, I'm not going to. Not going to shy away from it, you know what I mean? You know, it's not, it's not fair. You know what I mean? Everybody should get an equal opportunity, and that's, that's what happens sometimes. Some of these guys don't want to take fights, and you know, it kind of sucks for someone like in my situation. Yeah, definitely, Mr. Tate likes to run a lot. <laughs> and what, one fight that stands out is the Francisco Rivera fight when he had getting the best of Faber, and unfortunately, that the eye poke is what stopped the fight. You know, and I started noticing, you know, like, you know, this is not the typical one that we're used to seeing. I, I definitely think this is your coming out party, for sure. We were talking about that yesterday, and we both agreed on the fact that this is going to put you on the on the, on the the limelight, for sure. As I, we've yeah. been, I, I've been following you since before you were in the UFC, before you were in the, in the previous promotions as well, and I've always been a fan, and I'm sure Kane can yeah. answer that as Self. No problem. And, you know, also being from Jersey, it's good to see, you know, aside from Frank Yeager, someone that that's repping our, our state and doing a good job at it, too. And it's a good thing. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. I really appreciate it. I swear, like, the things we're talking about right now, I literally had the same conversation with my coaches, you know what I mean, about, you know, Faber and what was going on. And then the whole Francisco Rivera thing, because we were talking about when he fought him and the whole eyeball thing today. I feel like I'm having deja vu right now. It's funny. <laughs> Jersey boys, man, we got a, a New Jersey state of mind. What could I tell you? <laughs> I know, I know. Great. Jimmy, anyone that has seen you fight knows that you are a very exciting fighter to watch. Your scraps with Munoz and Alcantara were both fantastic, with the latter earning you fight of the night honors. Is it safe to say that we'll see another great fight in this matchup? Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? I'm only going to go in there, I'm going to push the pace and, and fight. I mean, the you know, the first fight I had in the UFC was great. You know, I got knocked out a minute and 30. And uh, the second fight, it was a war. Me and Pedro were, like, rocking each other back and forth. Yuri, I felt like, was in as, as an exciting fight. And I felt, you know, I felt bad in a way because he was very tentative. Like, all the fight videos, I saw him, you know, he went out and he was going for the kill and fighting. And when I got in there, I feel like I laid some bombs on him. And then he was just kind of shying away from, you know, from the whole, you know, let's trade and let's, let's bang and let's work, you know. So I'm hoping with Saber it's not going to be like that. Like, we're going to. We're gonna go at it and and make some noise in there and and hear the hear the bombs throwing. 
So I'm, I'm looking for and hoping for an exciting fight. I'm calling you right now, fight of the night. I'm calling you right now. It's going to be Thank fireworks. You. Thank you. No doubt. Yeah, and, you know, when you get the win here, how close do you think you would be to the title shot? I mean, you have to imagine that one's right around the corner, right? Yeah, I mean, I feel like if I come with a pressure victory, like, you know, do- you know, completely domination, knock him out, choke him out. I feel like, you know, the next step is to be like, let's get a, you know, let's get a paddle shot. Um, I guess I'm Cruz. You know, what I mean, I feel like, to be honest, with you, I feel like if I finish him, you know, what I mean, I'm, they're gonna, I'm gonna, you know, I'm, I'm gonna call out. I'm not gonna lie. If I, if I get the finish and I finish him, I'm gonna call out Cruz and be like, listen, I did, we couldn't do it. You know, I want that shot. Let's fight for that belt. Um, but it all, you know, you, you're, it all depends on your performance. I mean, you're only as good as your last performance of the fight, and that's what people look at. So I think that's the most important thing, that I go out there and I perform really well and I do really well. Now, if, if that fight with Cruz were not to happen and they were to be tentative, the USC was tentative to to book it, who's somebody that you would want to face aside from Cruz? Um, I guess, you know what I mean? Not, I, I, I guess if that Cruz fight didn't happen, I guess it would be, you know, um, I guess Dillashaw would be the next person. You know, I mean, he would be the next con to climb up the ranks. He's ranked one right now, so I would have to go with him. You know, I think that would be my next my next choice because he's next up. You know, what I mean, if they gave me someone else and said, "We want you to fight this," there, there's a title contender shot, and you know, I, I would have to take it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if you know if I do get this W, if they want to fight like Cody Garbrandt or something like that. But uh, I kind of just have to play it by ear and just kind of go with the flow. Yeah, and on a big tear too. I mean, is it now is the time for the for the new young blood like yourself that you guys are really really making a, you know, you guys are really making it happen in the UFC. You know, uh, Faber's been a gatekeeper for quite some time already, and his time is diminishing. And now, to me, in my opinion, the the time now is for for you young guys, my young guys. I mean, you know, fairly new to the UFC, even though you've had three fights under the UFC banner. But it, you know, guys like yourself. Almeida, uh, Garbrandt, you guys are the future, and I I'm, I love the way this is heading for the for the sport. It's just evolving. Every single event is getting better and better, and just uh, the young guns are just really, really going out there and performing very well. Yeah, you know it's crazy. I was telling someone the other day. It's just like, you know, as the next generation comes up, it's just better and better, and better. Like right now, like you know, I teach at a school in the city, and and it's unbelievable seeing these kids. They're doing stuff that I did like teenage levels doing it doing that like, you know, eight, nine years old. It's crazy how advanced the kids are coming up and how good they're coming up and, and it's really cool to watch the you know, the, the sport involved and, you know, see these kids just get better and better, you know what I mean? And it's awesome, you know, I'm like it's an unbelievable thing, you know, besides fighting, you know, I mean teaching is one always been one of my first passions and I love teaching and love teaching other you know, kids and adults kind of trade off and you teach them your experiences and you help them through with life and all that. What would it be some advice you'd give someone? I'll give you an example. I have a 10 or 12 year old, two 12 year, uh, 10 or 12 year old daughter. Um, what would you give to children around that same age, or just children in general that are trying to get into sport? Any words of wisdom from your expertise and 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 just everything you've been through? I mean, a lot of you know, some kids at that age are not looking to fight, but if they are, you know, what I mean, if they're looking into, you know, as you know, you see more common when they're like 14, 16, they're like, oh, I want to fight. So just take the time, be patient, get good training, work, put your head down, work hard. You know what I mean? If you work hard, hard work always pays off. You know what I mean? And that's the most important thing. 
Uh, without a hardware ethic, you're not going to get to where you want to be, and that's in life in general. What's your prediction yeah, with your favorite fight? Knockout, second round, first round, submission? But what do you? How, what's your prediction? My my prediction is that I feel I feel a knockout. I'm not going to lie. I feel a knockout. I'm not trying to sound cocky at all, but I'm feeling that to be able to let my hands go, he's going to try to try to out-wrestle me, but it's not going to happen at all, and I'm just going to let him go and drop those bombs. You know, like you said earlier, now that he's healthy, your division is obviously run by a very dominant champ and dominant Cruz. Uh, if matched up with Cruz, what do you feel you would bring to the table that separates you from other opponents that he's faced? There's a smarter game plan. I've seen a lot of people fight him and just haven't fought him, you know, the way he's supposed to fight him. You know what I mean? you got a guy that has great movement, does a lot of things on purpose, and you fall into that trap and... You know what I mean? And, and you sh- you shouldn't. You watch him with all the fights. He almost does the same thing for every fight. You know what I mean? His little head bob, the jump in, get you to throw so he can counter off of it and move. So, you know, uh, that's, you know, that's one of the biggest things I feel like a lot of people fought him and their game plan, you know, wasn't the best game plan. Yeah, yeah. And uh, UFC 203, the card that you'll be featured on, has some very interesting matchups lined up. Uh, it will be headlined by the heavyweight championship between Steve Miocic and Alistair Overeem. Who do you see winning that main event? Um, I think Steve is going to win. I mean, Overeem has a really good shot, but yeah, I mean, you, you got to see. He, he just became a uh, champ. So you got to see if he's, you know, working hard. It's kind of hard because you see a lot of these guys always going to get the belt, and then all of a sudden the mentality change. You, you know, every fight should be like a title fight. They always change your butt off, so you know it, it, it can go either way. To be honest with you, it would be a great, it would be great for Overeem to get that belt, uh, considering that he's held major belts in other organizations. But honestly, like you said, you know we got to see what Stipe brings to the table. He just became champion, but in my opinion, Overeem has a glass jaw and he tends to get rocked very easily if he gets hit clean. So yeah, I mean, I, I definitely That's agree with you. Yeah. Yeah, I think I can go either way. They're both stand up guys too, you know what I mean? Mainly you know, Steve Bay's stand up has gotten better and better. Yeah, and you know, another intriguing moment on the card will be uh CM Punk's debut against Mickey Gall, uh, you know, with all the anticipation leading up to it. Uh, how on earth do you see this fight playing out? how well do you think Punk will fare in the UFC? Uh, I don't think he's gonna do well. I think Mickey's gonna win it for sure. First of all, he's a Jersey guy, second of all it's you know, uh, you're going against someone that has prior experience and someone that has really no experience, you know what I mean? And I know he has wrestling experience, but, like, he doesn't have fight experience. Like, Brock Lesnar came in to the UFC, was already, I think, four fights. He was already 4-0 and in his fight career, and he was a D1 wrestler, and he, uh, you know, played D1 football and tried out for the Raiders. Like, he had a lot of athleticism and a lot of experience already, so he's going with a guy that doesn't really have that fight experience, and Mickey does, and I think Mickey's going to, you know, take the fight. Yeah, and from what I understand, uh, CM Punk, everyone's gotten the best of him in the in the gym. Like, it hasn't, he hasn't been, like you said, the only thing he has is the wrestling, and, and if, that that's about it. And, you know, you can't survive just on wrestling unless you're going to just um, hump somebody for 15 minutes and just stay on top of them, smother them, and not do anything. I, I, I don't see CM Punk lasting much more than one or two fights at the most. I don't see it happening. Yeah. It's just yeah, a sideshow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, uh, so, Jimmy, you know, you're obviously very busy with your training. You know, you're taking this camp very seriously. But, you know, when you're not uh, in competition, when you're not training or in the gym, uh, what else are you doing, like, in your free time? Do you have any hobbies or anything like that? I'm always training. You know what I mean? Even when I don't have a fight Monday to Friday, I'm training. And then I actually, you know, I have my school in the city, so I'm teaching Monday to Friday, Monday to Saturday. I have my school in London. And, uh, you know, when I have the free time on the weekend, I'm just 
spending time with my, my friends, my good friends and my family, and that's it. And, you know, I'm always doing something funny. And always, always, you know, my family always tell me, you need to relax a little bit. But it's hard. There's always something going on. And when you run your own business, it's even more work, too, and more stuff you have to do. So um, it's always busy. But when I don't have when I don't have a fight come up, I'm still always training. Always got to be in shape. Always got to be learning, getting better. And um, running my school and spending time with my you know, friends and family on the weekend. Any students yeah. that you had that you see are going to be coming up to either a regional promotion or the, the UFC that you you feel has bright uh, bright future out of them? Um, I have you know, a few students have bright futures ahead, but they're starting out simple. You know, the amateur boxing, amateur kickboxing, you know, and doing tournaments, grappling tournaments, start you know slow pace. We don't. You know, we're, we're one of the few schools that don't throw someone in right away. You know, I mean, we let them get the experience as much as there's amateur before we let them, you know, turn pro, which is, you know, really important for any band. Uh, I, you know, coming coming up, though, on our team in general, you know, we have this kid, Shane Burgos, who's 7-0 now, 8-0, and all his fights are pretty, all first-round finishes. I think he's one fight here, like a second-round finish. Poor Arce is actually fighting this Saturday. He's making a debut at 45. Um, he's eight and two now. He used to, you know, he used to fight at thirty-five, but the change and moving up the way is just like ten times better for him. You know what I mean? He's going to do really well, and he's going to flourish. Um, Louis, Louis Gatto's still training, and he's fought. He's a CFC champ at one twenty-five, and you know, I can see him getting the call any time. You know, what I mean, he was close on the Ultimate Fighter show for this season coming up for the flyweight. So, you know, I can see him in there. We have, I have a couple teammates coming up. We also have Lyman Good, who's on his way back, and looking to fight soon, hopefully not to score Garden. So, you know, not my teammates, but a lot of guys coming up, and there's a lot of amateurs working their way up that are really good. Okay, yeah, sounds awesome. And, you know, it's good that you mentioned, you know, before about, uh, you know, staying in the gym constantly and things like that. That's always really helpful, though, because, I mean, you're going to stay in shape, you know, year-round, and then you're, always, you're also going to be ready to step in, you know, for short notice if they need anything as a late replacement or anything, you know? So I think it's really good that you're so devoted to your training and you're just staying in the gym constantly, you know? Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, it's really important. You have to be always be in shape. But you're in shape, and then, then all of a sudden you need to take it up a couple notches and get in that fight shape. That's that's really important. And you got to get better. You know what I mean? You're, I'm a martial artist. I'm, gonna be. I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a, you know, just, you know, I'm a martial artist. I've done, you know, martial arts since I was a kid. I mean, you're always training. There's always something to learn. There's always something to just get better. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, definitely. And uh, before we go, uh, Jimmy, if you have any shout-outs or thank-yous to sponsors or anything like that, we would, of course, like to give you that opportunity now. Yeah, sure. You know, I, I, I want to say thank you to Tiger Fight here in Future uh, Bio. And, you know, if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me and Jimmy Brown on Facebook or Instagram or Snapchat. And, you know, I have my school on East 23rd Street. Come by and say hi. If you want to take class, let me know. I'll throw you in. You can take class and get a workout and have some fun. All right. Sounds good. Well, Jimmy, it's been great speaking with you. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast, and best of luck to you at UFC 203. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. And that was Jimmy Rivera. Guys, thank you for tuning in. Big thanks to Joel Rojas for setting up the interview and helping co-host. Joel, where can people find you? On Twitter, underscore JR Double, underscore, and on Facebook at Joel Rojas. I want to say thank you again to Jimmy for coming on the show. Um, thank you to you as well, Rob, for giving me this wonderful opportunity that I never will take for granted. Oh, of course. Thank you. And uh, as always, make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FunkyMonkeyMMA. Make sure to follow me on Twitter at Kane E. Miller. And keep up with the site for the latest interviews, event photos, and analysis pieces. We'll see you next time.
You can listen to Funky Monkey MMA Radio on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Blog Talk Radio, Player FM, Cash Roller, the TuneIn Radio app, MMAFutures.com, LoveMMA.com, MMARecords.com, and FightBookMMA.com. For the freshest news and notes on all things MMA, get over to FunkyMonkeyMMA.com. Interested in sponsoring the show? Then send an email to FunkyMonkeyMMA at gmail.com. You're listening to Funky Monkey MMA.